What's up, everybody, and welcome back to a special episode of Bros Talking. My name is Ethan, and as always, joining me for this episode is my fantastic co-host and brother at Nika023. Hello. Hey, dude. What's up? <laughs> oh, you know, chilling. Chilling, dude, chilling. Hanging out. Hell yeah. And making his return, our good friend and MCU fan, Dusty. Hi, everybody. Sup, dude. Welcome back. This is uh, makes you the most featured guest on Bros Talking. This is your third appearance. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Wow. That's right. Frank Frank Dumps can take a hike. <laughs> Frank Dumps can take a dump. <laughs> this is our WandaVision episode, so we're just going to dive right into WandaVision. WandaVision just concluded yeah, today been, uh, as of recording it. Yep. We've been talking about the, the fact that we were finally going to talk about it. We didn't do any spoilers throughout any of the episodes that we've nope. been able to talk about. So this is where we're going to talk about everything, putting all cards on the table as far as WandaVision goes. Yeah. So, so I'm excited to hear what you guys thought and just chat about it a little bit. If you haven't watched WandaVision, do yourself a great service. Buy Disney Plus, watch WandaVision, watch all nine episodes or eight episodes. How many are there? Nine episodes. And then come back and nine. listen to us talk about it. Yeah. If you haven't watched it and you're listening, like, what are you doing? And Dusty, we brought you yeah, on. Wow. Maybe, <laughs> maybe skip this one. <laughs> Dusty, we brought you on because you are uh, you are featured in our longest episode ever, which is our Bros Talking MCU. If you haven't uh, checked check that out yet, it's on BrosTalkingPod.com where we rank all of our MCU movies. Um, but yeah, we brought you on because you, you know you love talking MCU, so we figured we'll have you on for this. And if this goes well, you know maybe uh, maybe for Falcon and Winter Soldier, and that wraps up too. Maybe and maybe Loki, maybe all yeah, the MCU I projects. Will, I will I will commit to talk with you guys about anything Marvel on this podcast. All right, be so gracious to have me. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. We've cool. had we've had a group text group text going throughout the episodes, and we've been chatting about it. So now we get to finally actually talk to each other. We actually time. have yes. not talked about the last two episodes though in our group chat, which uh, I think is kind of on purpose because we true. decided we were going to do this. So, mm-hmm. all right, but you know what? Fuck it. We don't really need to do the rigmarole. You know, you know the whole thing. Bros talking pod dot com, YouTube dot com. Give us likes and follows, all that good garbage. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'm just gonna start off, Nick. I'm gonna start with you. Uh, okay. We're gonna start with the finale because we have not talked about the finale yet. Uh, mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on the finale? All right. So, real quick, I I don't want to go into too much detail because I want you guys to be able to give some detail what you thought also, and I don't want to talk about the entire episode. So I'll just give a quick thought. I very much enjoyed it. I thought it wrapped it up very nicely and it kind of made you realize that this is Wanda's story. This isn't about anything else. This is just about Wanda. I did think there was a lot going on in this episode and it could have been more than 50, 50 minutes. I think it was only around there. Um, it could have been more. They could have drawn out. I think the Catherine Han or the Agatha Wanda fight a little bit more in the conversations and the backstories there. I think that would have been cool, but overall I think it wrapped it up very nicely. The whole vision versus vision thing was awesome. I, I very much enjoyed that. And overall, like I said, it, it put a nice bow on the entire box that was WandaVision. Dustin, shooting it over to you. What did you think about the finale? So I'm going to, and I'm, I'm glad Nick said that because that, that was my thoughts on it as well, is that this is Wanda's story and it sets up sort of how they're going to use her because when we're introduced to her in Age of Ultron obviously they're her and her brother are just coming on the scene and they they're new and learning 
and she's like one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel universe. So obviously that needs to happen somehow. You don't just do that overnight. There needs to be some development there. And I think this show did a really good job at that. Um, not going to lie and say I wasn't a little disappointed, but I think that's all the speculation and theories and everything that sort of fell through. Cause when you, mm-hmm. cause it could literally have gone anywhere. So it's like, you're like, Oh, that would have been really cool if that happened. But I mean, that's, you're wanting everything you asked for on Christmas morning. And when you don't get, when you get a lot of it and not like right. a couple of the things that you were really hoping for, you're like, ah, this is still really good. But it would have been cool if we got yeah. that too. Like it would have been pretty cool if 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 Jim Halpert showed up with the rest of Fantastic Four. That would have been pretty sweet. But yeah, we did get a little got, bit of Jim, Jim Halpert in the in the show. But yeah, <laughs> we didn't we didn't even get Benedict Cumberbatch. No, um, no, and I, I think but, Dustin, keep going, keep going, keep going. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, so um, I think Vision's arc throughout the show, and I think it was kind of a uh, I'll I'll go a little bit spoily into it. I think it was a good sort of send off for him, but they left that open ended as well to sort of. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll be the last of Paul Bettany that we're seeing for the foreseeable future, and I just think it sets everything up pretty nicely while still not just being another Avengers movie. Like it's a pretty good, um, just relatively solo story with some sort of branches going off into where we go from here i liked it yeah um i pretty much agree with both of you i wrote down that i thought this finale was a seven out of ten in a show full of eights you know um i really really enjoyed the first six episodes or the first seven episodes i think were like gripping and i like could not wait and then uh, episodes eight and nine kind of left me wanting a little more uh, I, I still think it's a fantastic show. I still think that the whole arc in general, Wanda's story was phenomenal and wrapped up really nicely, like you both said. Um, but there's just some weird choices in this episode and the last couple episodes in general that I just don't really agree with. Uh, like, sidelining Monica was uh, was weird. That she was not a big part of the the last three episodes was, was a little strange to me. And, um, after she gets her powers, she I, just kind of disappears. Right, I think especially they did if that you're trying purpose. to like set her set her up to be a new hero. Yeah. Like you'd almost want to see her showcased a little bit more, but that's the end. That's the thing they got. They showed you that she now has powers. She had a very important power showing moment in the finale. And then she's kind of gone, but that's setting up that she's going to be a very important role in Captain Marvel too, obviously at the, with the post credit scene. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Along with Monica being sidelined, I don't like the way Hayward got his comeuppance. He just gets hit. He just gets t-boned by a truck, and then he what can't leave the truck, and then he's stuck there until the FBI get there. It was, it was a little strange. Um, <laughs> well, it's Darcy that did yeah, it, so and that, then, but then Darcy bounces. Movie. Like you don't see Darcy again, which I thought was also really weird. Yeah, she, I, I actually wrote down Darcy question mark. Yeah, she she t-bones the dude, and then just fucking pieces out. <laughs> like okay, uh, strange. Um, the vision versus vision thing was really cool. It was probably my favorite part of the episode where they kind of just discussed what makes a being a being. Like I, I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But then again, white vision after he gets all his memories back, just pieces out. Like he leaves yeah. and yeah. you never see him again. That, 
Yeah, like, I think that's what Dustin means. Like they left it open. I understand um, that, but like if he gets all the memories back, I understand that like, he won't feel the same about Wanda as re- real Vision does. But like I feel like he would want to help. Why would? Why didn't like? Wouldn't he? <laughs> he wouldn't. Wouldn't he want to help out? He's going to do some. He's going to do some soul searching. Yeah. I think he's I think he's pissed off because he realized that they were making him into a weapon when he re- also realized that that's what he was not built for. Yeah. So I think he's pissed off and he's he's headed somewhere. Um yeah, I thought that was a little strange too, but um it, like Nick like you said this episode just had a lot going in it and it would have been cool. I think it would have been better served if this was a two-part finale and there was 10 episodes instead of just 9. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, I really enjoyed it. The, the The final scene where Wanda and Vision talk to each other is just gut wrenching. You know, it's just like, oh god, she's saying goodbye again. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. you really feel you, 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 the grief that she has. I was, I was, um, I was just gonna say, it, you really do feel for Wanda in this episode yeah. because the past few episodes you were like, why is she controlling the town? And then you realize, like, shit, she's going through a lot, and then she has to say goodbye again. Yeah, um, so that's tough. Th- uh, another thing it's that just like love persevering, baby. <laughs> Uh, I really, I really like Paul Bettany, and I'm really glad that he's most likely going to stick around. Um, yeah, this show this, made this me. This was a like fantastic showcase for what he can do yeah. in this because mm-hmm. I feel like, like Vision's just kind of, I don't know. I mean, he's he's good in in everything else that he's been in, but he's just like he's more of a Boy Scout than Captain America has been the last however many movies. Yeah, that a robot. Captain America hasn't. Hasn't been exactly, and this sort of gave him some humanity and really let him sort of show his yeah. chaps. Um, but I, I mean, I really liked the f- the final scene of them saying goodbye. But then it also kind of felt like they left it very open ended, basically saying it was like it was like it's not goodbye. It's just see you later. And it's just like yeah, but like I wanted this to be a goodbye. Like it's supposed to be a goodbye because this was Wanda's story about how she lost someone important to her and she's dealing with that grief and coping with it by making the person come back to life. But she has to say goodbye. But then again, it's not really goodbye. It's like, it's, it's a little strange. Uh, uh, but well, I thought it was kind of cool because at the very end, she finally accepted it. So WandaVision was basically her going through the grieving process. She had the denial. She was angry. Um, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. She went mm-hmm. through all of those in the and throughout the nine episodes. So it's kind of cool that at the end she kind of did accept it and just like, yeah, you're not real. I have to give you guys up. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I'm kind of nitpicking a lot of this episode. Uh, I do mm-hmm. think it's probably one of the weaker episodes in the series, unfortunately. Um, I think, yeah. and I think that's also to do with. The fact that the first six episodes, anything could happen, like and exactly. and all the fan theories were just going crazy, and I, that's my own fault for digging in way See, deep to those fan theories. Yeah, um, it, that's I, the. I, I disagree with you. That is a bad. That is not a good episode. I think this is one of the better episodes of the series. I'm not saying it's a bad episode. I think it's one of the weaker of the series. But like as a series as a whole, this show is phenomenal. Like it's it's a bad episode of of Wandavision is still a great episode of any other show. Right, but. You saying that you were a little disappointed? In it. it sucks because the fan theories took over the show. It took over, no, and, life that's, yeah. and I'm acknowledging I mean, that. I understand it, that that's, it's my own fault for making myself the, too hyped. <laughs> you know, that's the trouble with how this series was because 
we went. Oh, sorry. No. There was a little bit of a lag there. Oh, you're I don't good. Know if I was cutting you off or no, not. you're good. So that's the trouble with this, um, with this show is because we went into it. People were really like, myself included. It was like, well, yeah, it's Marvel. I'm going to watch it. I, I love Marvel, but there were zero expectations of like what was going to be happening in this. Nobody had any clue what this was going to be besides some weird genre spanning sitcomy thing. And with two of the least could, popular Avengers. Yeah. And obviously we could sort of, okay, well she deals with this. She's magic. They're obviously visions, visions dead. So there's gotta be some sort of funky stuff going on. But then as things start coming out with the show and like after the, I'm really glad that they dropped the first two episodes at once to, to sort of give you more than a taste on what to expect and sort of be like, okay, there's weird shit going on here. And then as it just kept rolling and rolling, you're like, oh my God, literally anything could happen. And then fucking Quicksilver shows up <laughs> and that's when all hell broke yeah. loose. Um, I, I wrote down like, Ralph question yeah, mark. I, <laughs> really? I, I have, I have talked, I have, I'm going to talk about Ralph. Yeah. The, uh, that's, that's going to be a good, a good chunk of conversation. Um, and whenever you want to begin that, just Dude, let me know. You can't, um, you can't bring and, Evan Peters in here. Evan Peters from the X-Men, have him be Quicksilver and not, not actually have him be Quicksilver. Like that yeah, leads to the disappointment. That leads to people thinking that it's going to be bigger than what the ending was. And I think and, they kind of painted themselves into a I'm, corner. <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. I'm curious if things changed along the way creatively, if it was like uh, from a business standpoint, if they changed things and they like initially did bring him in and that was going to be the idea or if they specifically did that to make all of us fucking people go bananas at speculation and then ultimately and then ha- be, have no payoff <laughs> yeah we're it's it's a dick joke uh, they fucking yeah, put him exactly, in there for a dick gonna, joke <laughs> you know, i was just gonna say the, the the payoff is him saying boner yeah that's <laughs> god dude but like at the same time, I want to believe. Great. He was I, great. I loved having him in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I want to believe, though, because he's, like, in-universe, he's Agatha's husband. Like, Agatha talks about, uh, or, like, yeah, Agatha, right? No, Agnes, sorry. The the, the town person, Agnes, who Catherine Hall was playing mm-hmm. in the first couple episodes, she talks about Ralph all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, in-universe, I want to believe that he's actually Quicksilver still, but I don't think he is. <laughs> and I think they kind of just fucked yeah. with everybody. And we're kind of like, hey, this is this is what can happen. You know, we're, we're introducing... You know that this show leads right into the Multiverse of Madness. What's happening with, with Evan Peters from, from X-Men? Why is he here? And then it... Yeah, so he can say so the word then, boner. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my question. So is it... Okay. Multiverse of Madness... They go to a different dimension where he is properly Quicksilver. Is it just like this fucking Monica see him or something? Be like Ralph? Yeah, like, yeah. No, like is, is that is that the payoff yeah. from them doing this, or is it just them screwing with us to add to speculation, or is it just they wanted Evan Peters and it just so happened to be he was playing Quicksilver? <laughs> it, it's really he, weird. It's well, real weird. He scored the audition. 
that alongside with Paul Bettany saying he's really excited to work with like an actor, and it turned out to be Paul Bettany. And yeah, then, that was um, that was awesome. And then um, <laughs> an actor he had fantastic chemistry with. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> what's her face? Uh, Tayona Harris or Tayona Paris? Sorry, um, saying that the the uh, the scientist is going to be a big deal. Um, but I think I think her quote was kind of uh, misconstrued because I think she says the scene is really awesome, and that scene she gets her powers. So maybe that's what she meant. And everyone just took it as we're getting Reed Richards and they ran with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, well, no, because didn't Elizabeth Olsen say something? There was like a, a Luke Skywalker level cameo or some shit. I think like that was Luke Evan Skywalker Peters. in the Mandalorian. I think that was Evan Peters. Is that okay? But I wasn't sure if it was before or after that. But, but you also bring up a good point that I think the Mandalorian kind of spoiled us with finale season finales. And that oh, we, yeah, we, yeah. we were expecting a Luke Skywalker esque cameo at the end of this episode and we didn't get it. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, um, but in the in the grand scheme of things, too, like this is a television show. Obviously, yes, it's a piece in the bigger puzzle that is the MCU and all their infinite phases that we will come to see. So, like, it's a TV show. It's not going to have some big grandiose. Th- and the last thing we got from Marvel was Endgame. Mm-hmm. So anything is going to be kind of like yeah. it's not going to be as grandiose. It's it's. It's going to be smaller until we build to that next end game right. level the, thing. The bar so is so high. We have to get so used to the smaller Marvel. stuff again. <laughs> yeah, the last thing we had was the biggest there ever was. What I think this mm-hmm. also the show is yeah. also a good uh, expectation check. You know what I mean? So we we shouldn't be expecting huge things from Falcon Winter Soldier. We shouldn't be expecting huge things from Loki because I'm sure they're going to save those for you know Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and the next Avengers team up movie and whatever they may be so i'm, I'm assuming I, that yeah. the 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 shows will probably be smaller scale and while still really really good they won't be those holy fuck moments you get in Endgame and Infinity War and you know Now I have a question for you guys MCU question not WandaVision question so we were supposed to see Black Widow an eternity <laughs> before WandaVision came out. That movie's Do you think out. that there's any sort of implication on the MCU from that, or is it just going to be no. like no, a it's throwback standalone. movie? It's, it's Scarlett Johansson's swan song, swan song. That's all it is. It's going to be yeah. It's gonna be a standalone, just like, here you go. Maybe. Like, this is, this is something they just got to drop it on Disney Plus then. Maybe. Do, uh, a premiere, like a, do a premiere access and then just like give it to us. Maybe just not even like... Um, get rid of it. Maybe a post credit scene where it's... Uh, Florence Pugh's character taking over the Black Widow mantle, you know what I mean? Um, maybe something like that that sets, that sets up her. the next Black Me Widow. Too. But she's badass. But I don't think I do not think Black Widow has any huge implications on the future of the MCU. I really think it was a thank you to Scarlett Johansson for for being Natasha for doing the job. Yeah. All right, we talked about the finale. Let's talk about it as a whole. Uh, what do you, what did you guys think as of WandaVision as as a whole as as a part of the MCU? All right, so I'll go first again. Keep the keep the same order. I think it was it was a fantastic show. It it really made my Fridays like something to look forward to, like getting home from work and instantly turning on Disney Plus and watching it. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to rewatch it, like and enjoy it as like obviously you don't enjoy everything as much as you did the first time, but this is one of those shows where it's just like. I'm not going to enjoy rewatching it, at least for a long time. Maybe like before the next big 
Avengers team up movie or something like that. I actually think Ethan, you said that when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Just the the rewatchability of this show is kind of low for me. Yeah, I don't know about you, Dustin, but overall the show was fantastic. I like I said, I enjoyed every episode, and I enjoyed looking forward to it. I think the anticipation is something that I enjoyed just as much as watching it, but not going to be able to rewatch it for a long time. Dustin, absolutely, I I completely agree, and maybe just for because. I mean, a bulk of this season I watched on my phone. So in terms of, like, the quality of the viewing experience, I may rewatch it just to, like... Because some of the shots, I was like, well, this is Marvel. That didn't look too awesome, but I'm, I was attributing that to my phone as well. Um, but story-wise, again, so so much of this show was not knowing what to expect and anything could be coming around the corner. So now that we know what happens and it's a, it's a really good story and it has a good arc that comes sort of full circle in the end. Um, obviously again, with some ends leading into stuff, it's so much of this was on the surprise and the not knowing what happens next. And now that that's mm-hmm. out, I don't know that you can rewatch it. Yeah. Um, it's, Jeez, Kristen and I, we watched Endgame last week, I want to say, and that was probably my 10th time watching it, and it still wow. hits just really? as hard. Really? Game it's, up. It, it's, it's, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> and, like, the the chill, where where you got the chills the first time, I was still getting them. Like, it, right. the, the movie hits. It's rewatchable. Um, but it is also we're more invested in that because it's the last 10 years of movies that we've come to love culminating where mm-hmm. this is sort of, sort of the beginning of a whole new story. Um, yep. So yeah, I'd be curious to see like loved it. It was, it was great, but rewatchability is definitely something that is in question with this. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see in like five years after we get the next huge, you know, uh, Avengers movie, if, if I could rewatch this more, you know what I mean? Because uh, yeah, Nick, we were talking the other day where I was like, I don't think I'll be able to rewatch this until like Phase Four or Phase Five of Marvel is coming to an end, and then I need to do like a whole rewatch. Because um, I'm honestly, I think I'm in the minority, and I've only seen Endgame probably four times. Uh, because that movie, right. I just, I just can't rewatch that movie mainly because like, while yeah, I still get the chills watching the portal scene, I still cry. Because it's a time investment. Yeah, That's a big portion of it too. One, yeah, one, it's three three hours long, and two, like it's just exhausting, like emotionally exhausting. And I think that's also what this show is kind of going to be. That like you're just drained by the end of it. I would much rather watch Infinity War, where like than I would rather watch Endgame. Um, and I feel like that's going to be me uh, as of right now. As what I can see, I feel like that's going to be me with Falcon and Winter Soldier when it, versus WandaVision. That Falcon Winter Soldier just looks like it's gonna be a romping good time beating up some bad guys. While WandaVision is a character-driven show, yeah. diving into the psyche of a character who's lost everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it, it's. I feel like it's gonna be mentally draining for me to to try to rewatch WandaVision. And also, it has to do with the fact that it it is a show where you're not you don't know what's gonna happen next. Now that I know what's gonna happen next, it's not gonna be as fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I, overall, dude, I, I, I fucking love this show, and I didn't expect to. 
when they went in, when they announced the first Disney Plus shows were going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. I had no interest in WandaVision because I was not a huge on Wanda and Vision. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now, exactly. now Scarlet Witch and and, no, we, and uh, Vision are we had two that my conversation before before it happened. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they now turned two of my text, least favorite texting each other on Fridays. Yeah, two of my least it? favorite. Uh, two of my least favorite Avengers into two of my favorite characters in the MCU because they're just so fucking good. And Paul Bettany, man, hats off to him because he he mm-hmm. des- he deserves everything. And so does uh, Elizabeth Olsen deserves every single fucking award, dude. She fucking crushed it. She she did really well. Um, I also have two winners that are not main characters from the series, and that would be uh, Catherine Hahn and Jimmy Woo. I think the character of Jimmy Woo is now skyrocketed because of this series. Yeah. Um, they were they were they were there was speculation going on that he's going to get his own show now on Disney Plus. Like I think him in this series did really well, and same with Kat Dennings is um, Darcy. I think she did yeah. really well mm-hmm. for her. Uh, I'm really, really glad. I forgot to talk about earlier that they didn't kill off mm. Agatha. Uh, I was, I thought, I thought she was killing off Agatha like at the very end when she's sucking her power back from her, and I was like, no, don't kill her, don't kill her. And then she's like, and then when I she's thought, like, you're gonna need I me, I know gonna, where to find you. Fucking great. I thought that she was gonna like suck the life force out of her and make her kind of old because mm. Agatha is an old lady in the comics. But I mean, you got someone who's very pretty to look at, and Catherine Hahn, and a and a funny, good character. You don't want to stick her in old lady. What a great actress, for, man! What a great actress. Gonna She's her. awesome. Catherine Hahn's one of those yeah, actresses was... that you like. You see her in things, and you're like, "Oh, she's in that," but you don't realize how many things she's in and how good she is in the things mm-hmm. she's in. I also really liked uh, David Schwimmer in the show. He's a silent assassin. <laughs> <laughs> like I have the mustache, <laughs> the guy with the, the piano yeah. guy. <laughs> I forget his name. He looks. Uh, how is he not David Schwimmer? How is he not? <laughs> they do look. I'm trying to think of his name. It wasn't. Uh, her. It was her my was grandma's the, piano. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy. The piano yeah. guy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Agatha being the next Loki because I'm I know they're gonna need her help eventually and they're gonna team up with something mm-hmm. maybe even if it is to take down Wanda and because the Scarlet Witch could be the next big bad throughout everything you know what I mean that's what I, was, I that's the main question I yeah, asked she, that I was gonna end on but might as well keep yeah. going no I'm just saying I'm, yeah. I'm excited for Agatha to come back at some point oh so I, I wrote down. Nick, oh, were, go ahead, Dustin. Were you leading? You're a little delayed. Were so. you leading into the post-credit stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure so was. I'll let you take that away. Okay. So the main question that I have from that is, obviously, you see Wanda sitting on the front porch enjoying a nice cup of Joe or cup of tea or something like that, and inside is the Scarlet Witch reading the book that Agatha had. So my question is, are they two separate entities now? Is the Scarlet Witch learning all the all about her powers so she can get even stronger while Wanda's just kind of sitting there? Or are they one and she's using her powers to study and be herself at the same time? Like Astral Plane Doctor Strange? Yeah, I think it's the Death. second one because uh, if you watch that post-credit scene, Doctor Strange's music is playing over that scene. So mm. um, I, think, I think it's uh, Wanda... Like, yeah, projecting herself and also reading the book at the same time. I was fully expecting Vision to show up, and he didn't. <laughs> uh, very. I was, I was expecting uh, 
Doctor Strange, Stephen Strange to show up at the very end, just like, being like a hey. Bro, <laughs> how does the 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 best magician in the world not know this is going on? Like, why was he not but there he, from day one? <laughs> like, you but know he was I mean? concerned about Loki. To. But he was maybe, yeah. But he maybe was that's part about of Loki the, and Thor. The, yeah, the proper timelines. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I if uh, that that scene, she's alone in some random cabin in the woods, very similar to where Thanos went after he did the job he wanted mm-hmm. to do. So it it kind of mirrors a little bit what a bad guy does, you know? Go to solitude and sort of veg on your stuff. So maybe maybe it is her. Maybe she's going to learn something in that book that throws things all wonky. And then you That's do hear her kids' voices at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of, a, I think, probably alluding to the, the multiverse in some, some way, somehow. It has to, that, that her kids exist in some sort of universe. Yeah. One, one of the universe. She's going to go get them. They're real. Yeah. Um she's she's going to steal her own children from herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where do you guys where do you guys think the MCU goes? Do you think it goes in like a, a weirder tone now that they realize that this stuff can work? Do you think it goes in like a, a different direction or do you think it stays kind of basic superhero-ness? Like like the last couple of successful movies have or successful properties from the MCU have been Thor Ragnarok and WandaVision both very different than uh other MCU properties, do you think they kind of stay down this weird path, or do you think they kind of straighten narrow now? Nick, you can go first. All right. Um, a part of me hopes that they mix it up. I don't think they go full weird, and I don't think they go full straight and narrow, like you said. I think they'll throw a couple weird ones in there here and there, kind of like, kind of like they did when they introduced Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the mm-hmm. exact same thing that WandaVision was everyone's like, what's this? These aren't popular people. I don't know who these are. And it turned out to be one of the best movies in the MCU. So I think that's what they'll do. They'll throw a couple random ones and they got uh, Thor love and love and thunder coming up, which is including the guardians of the galaxy. So I think that'll be a weird one, especially since Taika Waititi is still directing. Um, but then again, you get, you'll get shows like Falcon and winter soldier, where it is going to be just a straight up. Here it is. We're going to shoot you, shoot the bad guys and save the day. That kind of thing. So, well, we I think mean, we don't know. I, we, it might be wrong. We might be wrong yeah. about that. Based off the trailer, that's exactly what yeah. it's going to be. But I mean, I think they'll mix it up a bit nicely. I know they got a couple movies coming out that who knows what it's going to be. Like Shang Chi, who knows what the, the implications on the entire MCU are going to be with that movie. Same with Blade. Blade's going to start filming later this year. That's going to be sick, and that's part of the Marvel universe. So who mm-hmm. knows how how that's going to be handled too? So I'm interested. Deadpool's odd involvement yep. once they start getting the mutant mm-hmm. thing going. Deadpool three, yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, all the this sort of the different route stuff of Guardians of, I mean, Doctor Strange is super weird too, and not mm-hmm. sort of cookie cutter superhero movie um, in terms of like you got to be on your shit to watch that movie. I tried to get Kristen to watch that the other day because after we watched Endgame, she uh, the Doctor Strange stuff was. And all the timeline stuff was—I felt like a genius trying to explain it to her, but I wasn't doing a good job. And you're a Matt, you're a scientist it, yourself. It was—it was making total sense to me. Um, but if you're not committed to watching that movie, you're not going to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, yeah. There's a lot going which, on. Um, which that was before, but, like 
mm-hmm. Endgame and Infinity yeah. War and stuff like that. So this move, like the next Doctor Strange movie, is only going to be even crazier. So yeah, but in terms of the sort of taking a leap of faith and trying something new, like with the Ragnaroks, with this show, like it all is rooted in the bigger story at the end of the day and trying to forward this just giant overarching thing. But the odd stuff works. You can pepper in the odd stuff and still keep it grounded and it really works. So any, anything is on the table for them to do. And as long as they keep doing what they're doing and like giving it's, there's good fan service slop in there and stuff, but then like, there wasn't because it was like it was kind of nice not to get just the oh wouldn't it be cool if reed richard showed up we didn't get it and it's like yeah it's kind of disappointing because i worked that out in my head and it was like yeah that would be really fucking cool but they, it's like, they didn't no, spoil this us is, this is the story we're gonna tell and it's it's kind of nice not to be spoiled sometimes. yeah no i get that mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm in the same boat that i think that the mcu definitely needs to Mix it up. Like I'm I'm excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier because I love Bucky. Like Bucky's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters, so I'm really excited for that. But I'm also very excited for Loki because I know Loki's gonna be fucking weird, dude. Like I know like just from the trailer yeah. alone, it's gonna Big be time. more the side of WandaVision than it is a, a regular superhero story. Mm-hmm. And which hopefully like maybe in three years we'll be talking about wow, I can't wait for you know, Agatha's show. The the Agatha Harkness show, you know? <laughs> Maybe we'll see, because that'd be fucking dope. It's just called Agatha all along. There you go, dude. That's all you need. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, I I have a I have a uh, I have a, a side question. Uh, after every single episode of Wandavision, it brought up the play now for uh, Age of Ultron. Did either of you feel compelled to watch Age of Ultron after watching this movie? No, and also after the finale, it wasn't. It didn't. It was legends, uh, yeah. prompt you. Yep, it didn't prompt you to watch Age of Ultron. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It was. It was. What did it tell you to watch? Marvel's Legends. It's like it's like five minute clips of how they got to their story. So it was like Wanda's backstory, oh, yeah, Vision's yeah. backstory, and I also had one for Bucky um, and. Uh, so, isn't there another episode, the like making of episode? Mm-hmm. Next that week. come out next Friday. Do you mm-hmm. think that that's going to be a secret episode? No. No, but I don't. because everything structured, everything structured in television shows. So wouldn't the logical step to be okay? We've done the series now. Now we got to do the doc. While that would about be the series, a hell of a lot of fun. They've announced documentaries on the making of every show they've they've put out for. So there's going to be furthering the point that it would be perfect. <laughs> that would be insane, and that would be a fucking twist and a half. And but I feel like the way everything That's did kind of wrap twist up. We're waiting I've, for everything did it's it's just an episode with dr strange and Jim, uh, and uh john krasinski <laughs> that's all it is yeah and uh yeah. they, they, that, they fight the mephisto they're just standing there for 45 minutes like <laughs> yeah they, Does they this make you guys happy we're here they fight <laughs> mephisto they they introduce the x-men it, it's, it's everything everybody ever wanted um yeah both charles xavier's are there <laughs> yeah um but uh changing pace a I little bit shit my pants uh, this this question I think is gonna be I'm putting you on I'm putting you both on the spot and I'm gonna start with Nick. Nick, if you were Wanda, what would your shows be that you based your life off of? Ooh, I like this. Oh boy, um, I can't speak for the early sitcoms like the the I Love Lucy's and the 
the Dick Van Dyke shows. I can't really speak for that just because I didn't really watch TV land growing up. You know, I never really <laughs> appreciated those kind of uh, TV shows. So I can't speak for anything there. Um, My guess would be, oh, wow. You should have let me think about, thought about this a uh, little bit, a little bit, but, um, oh man. Just think, what what DVDs did we own growing up that you we would watch religiously? Because I have I have four shows written down so, that I thought of. So a part of me wants to say everybody loves Raymond because I feel like that family type sitcom. I used to watch that show all the time. Plus the family type sitcom that that they have there would be really funny and would kind of play into my life a little bit. Um, I'll throw out Parks and Rec there just because it's what it's probably my favorite show and. It's very office-like, where it's the talking heads and a documentary-type film. So I think that would be fun to do, yeah. too. Um, maybe for early 90s, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air kind of style. There you go. Yeah. I'll go with that. Fresh cool. Prince, Everybody Loves Raymond, and Parks and Rec. <laughs> there you go. Dustin, how about you? Uh, so I was never really like sitcoms and like live-action television was not a thing until I was probably like... 12 as big cartoon guy so if we're starting from the sitcoms and everything i would i would put drake and josh on there obviously with the brother Mm -hmm, arguing mm -hmm. dynamic thing that plays a big Mm -hmm. a big part in my life for obvious reasons um and then uh parks and rec i think would be on there too that's a good one um more classic sitcommy i think the one of the the first and only sitcom I ever watched all the way through was How I Met Your Mother. And mm. I think, aside from the ending, I love that show in its entirety. <laughs> Except for the last season. And I think that, yeah, and I think that would, um, that would have been pretty, pretty fun to throw in there. Um, Mandalorian, because why not? There you, there you go. <laughs> I, I did think of two more. That I might a, throw in there. Uh, my vision would be Grogu. Would, <laughs> there you would go. Be, it would be it would be a tiny little baby version of a vision running around, which we did see <laughs> in, the, the, uh, yeah. in, in the opening credits. Um, no, but I just think of two more sitcoms. Um, Friends, obviously, I don't know how I forgot Friends mm-hmm. and Scrub and Scrubs too. I I religiously watch Scrubs, so I think Scrubs would be an option for me in a hospital where there's Th- like. Thank a you to both of you guys for turning me on to scrubs at a uh, <laughs> pivotal point in my life um, when it was still welcome. on television. Yeah. So my four that I wrote down, my sitcom was, uh early, early see early season for me would be boy meets world. Uh, oh, f- fuck. Uh, friends <laughs> is in there. Damn it. Scrubs is in there. And then Dustin, you said something about cartoons and I actually said this to Nick the other week about how fucking cool would it have been if WandaVision did an episode where everything that happened in the hex was drawn like Simpsons characters, but everything that happened outside the hex was live action. I thought that would have been really that fucking been awesome, smart. Especially because Disney owns Fox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I wrote down SpongeBob and that everything in the episode would be animated like SpongeBob. See? I thought, I thought that'd be it's not fair. You had time to you had time to think about it. I didn't. It. I just I mean I did, yeah, but yeah. I just wrote <laughs> them down real quick. <laughs> I wrote them down when I was typing up this thing this Boy morning. Meets- Boy, Boy Meets World. If I can, if I can retcon my list, it's Boy Meets World. That's what a, a what a great show. What oh. a great fucking show. Um, and then finally, I do have one more question for you guys, and you might need to pull up your rankings list. Uh, as a whole, 
where does WandaVision fall in your MCU rankings? And again, if you missed our MCU rankings, you can go to our Twitter and Instagram where we have posted the pictures. And I think we might have posted them on Facebook. I don't know if we had a Facebook at that time yet, but uh, no, we didn't. Uh, Instagram or Twitter have our MCU rankings there. And the episode is on brostalkingpod.com where you can see, listen to our top 10. Um, but yeah, where, where would this fall? Nick, where would this fall in your MCU ranking? So I'm looking at my rankings now. Um, personally, I don't think it would be in the top 10 just because of the movies that are in the top 10 are just so good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's very tough. <laughs> I, I think it would probably fall number 12, pushing Captain America to number 13, right behind the first Avengers movie. It's up there. It's in the first half. So at least there's that. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to move out any one of my top 10 movies for WandaVision. Like when, when, like when you're looking at WandaVision as a whole, it's tough. It's tough. You, you you can't use the the anticipation and the the theory to judge it as a whole because now it's over yep. and we know what happened. So I'm putting it at number twelve. Okay, Dustin, where does uh, where does Wandavision fall on your MCU ranking? Uh, very similar to Nick. I was just I I went to um, at Bros talking on Instagram to find my list because that was a faster way to. <laughs> but do I did it. too. Um, and mine. Again, I can't shift any of the top ten. Those are pretty rock solid in there. There's going to need to be a big hitter to come in to sort of shift those around, I think. Um, but my number 12 and 13, I'm looking at this now, and I'm not crazy about the middle section of my of my list. I could have shifted a couple of those around. But I like it because Doctor Strange is my 13, and Spider-Man Far From Home is my 12. And I'm going to put this as the new 13 and scoot Doctor Strange back. So this is my this is lucky number 13. Uh, I'm in the same boat as both of you. Uh, WandaVision has now taken over my 13th spot on my, on my uh, MCU list, pushing back Avengers Age of Ultron, which I think is a little too high on my list now that I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that was that high on your list? <laughs> uh, I think I, I do enjoy Ultron. I really do. It, it, I think it gets a bad rap. It's definitely not great. It's definitely not better. It, it than, does get a bad rap. It's, I, have it, I have it before both Doctor Strange and Captain America the First Avenger, which I think is kind of a mistake. But um, yeah, so as of right now, it is number 13 in front of Ultron and behind Spider-Man Homecoming. Which I mean, for for if you had asked me last year what I thought Wandavision would, where Wandavision would be on my rankings, I'd probably tell you it'd probably be late teens, early twenties, because <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it. But yeah, that's uh that's where that's where our rankings sit. Uh, does anybody else have anything else to add? Uh, we are coming up on the one year anniversary from the last time I watched Age of Ultron. Oh, it's been <laughs> that, almost a year. About time to give it a rewatch. Because it was. Yeah, because it was uh, it was right after COVID closure uh, mm. happened. I, rem- I remember. Hell I was yeah. actually the the day I watched that movie was the day I uh, I was screwing around making your guys little Funko uh, Star Wars. Oh really? Thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was the Our same day. <laughs> Nick, anything else? Uh let me see. Let me check my notes and my pictures that I took. 
because I think I you 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 know us. I think we we talked for almost two hours about the MCU, so I'm sure we can yeah, keep we, going. Yeah, we so. can keep going. I I mean, no, I, I I really just wanted to bring up how important it was that we realized that it's Wanda's story, yeah. not a story about Vision and Wanda. No, and, it, and so. it was real good. It was real good. Uh, Wanda's story mm-hmm. was great, and I I'm like I said, I'm a little disappointed that Monica got sidelined, but I'm sure she'll have a much bigger arc and. And maybe yeah. maybe even yeah. Doctor Strange too. She, she might be there. She might be. She might pop up and Falcon and Winter Soldier. You never know where she's gonna be next. But I uh, think she's good by the time Captain Marvel. Well, go what were we gonna ask? No. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna ask um, for the. I I forgot when we were talking about the one post credit scene, um, the first post credit scene. Mm-hmm. She points up, obviously referencing. Okay, we're going to space for Monica's next portion of the story mm-hmm. she says he wants to see you right okay nick fury. So that, that was fury. my thought so it's, she's yeah yeah it's nick fury and that and that's what i thought too i mean obviously there's there's going to be captain marvel involvement there too yeah or do you think that they got mm-hmm. pissed off enough and nobody likes brie larson enough that they recast captain no marvel not a chance a man character no way <laughs> not a chance um i i love brie larson but um same. No, they were they were. She was referencing Nick Nick Fury because at the end of Far From Home, Nick Fury is not Nick Fury's in space with all the the right. scrolls. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's that's either going to be Captain Marvel two or maybe even Wanda's or not Wanda, uh, Monica's origin superhero story, Photon or Spectrum, whatever they call her. She's taking up both. Yeah, mantles. and I think, I think by. Captain Marvel too. She will have owned her skills and owned her um, like her powers and yeah. have them under control for the most part. There'll probably be some sort of learning curve, but I think yeah. by the time Captain Marvel two rolls around, she'll be full on photon. I hope she's called photon because she said something about photons in in one of the episodes. Yeah, but I think they also didn't they also say something about spectrums. Oh, I'm, I'm, maybe I don't know. There's don't a lot know. of fucking jargon in that in these this, this show. <laughs> There's so many Easter eggs. Marvel's yeah. really good at putting Easter eggs in there. Not even telling you Nobody about said, them. Did anybody say quantum? I don't think so. Maybe Darcy. I feel like Darcy would say something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when all the theories were coming out about Paul Bettany's. Uh, the cameo, and we all th- we thought it was going to be Michael Douglas as a uh, him. Yeah, mm-hmm. good times. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest with that, I could take it or leave it. <laughs> like I'm I'm okay with Paul Bettany being impressed with Paul Bettany. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Pretty well, good. Job. Oh yeah, but hearing hearing him say what he said in terms of like that hint that he got to like work with somebody who he really wanted to work with and all that. I I figured it was going to be some like really big name, well established actor. Yeah, being Mephisto as like, and Agnes was or Agatha was going to be, sort of like the puppet, and, or like the minion, and he was going to be the big bad that they were setting up. I don't know who the actor was going to be, but somebody who's like super well established. Denzel Washington. Boy, was I wrong. Yep, it was just Paul Bettany. <laughs> Do you guys think that um, for uh, Monica's character, do you think she's eventually going to 
going to the spotlight or is she going to sort of remain a, a tertiary character like a, I think she'll I think she'll get into like the a winter spotlight. soldier where it's like she might get her 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 vague spotlighty moments but still kind of be on the outside I think she'll be more of a falcon than a than than a bucky um I think she'll be okay be, be second to Captain Marvel if she's in Captain Marvel 2 she'll be second to Captain Marvel but then she might eventually get her own movie her own show something like that but I, I really really enjoy the character of Monica Rambeau and I want to see more of her mm-hmm. I mean we've we've seen it how many times where they take someone who's not a well known character not like anything like that and make it one of the biggest characters and the ones yeah. you care about the most they've they've done it with the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. It was Except Black before, before the before the MCU. If you were asked to name a Marvel superhero, you would say Spider Man or the Hulk. Yep, and maybe maybe Captain America. And then you'd be and, diving yeah, in the, DC and, and the X Men stuff. And obviously, you say name a superhero. Superman was the first one that Superman or Batman was the big ones, and that has gone by the wayside tremendously, which baffles me. Mm-hmm. Not that there's not the Batman lovers and Superman lovers out there, but just the profound impact that the MCU has had has been really awesome to witness and be a part of. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Oh, also, unrelated, you guys should really give Superman and Lois a shot. Second episode really <laughs> starts to come. It's already forward. on hiatus. It's not coming back till May. Man. <laughs> Dude, cable TV it's sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. They're they're gonna they're gonna make me eat my words with that show because <laughs> I am not a fan of that stuff and I am fully invested in Superman and Lois and huh. I can already tell they're gonna make me eat my words just because it's fucking CW. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, but if uh, if no one else has anything to add, right? We're good. Good on Wandavision. Let's wrap her up. Uh, Dustin, thank you for joining us. We'll have you back on for our MCU breakdown of Falcon Winter Soldier and most likely Loki and then Hawkeye and then all the good, all the good MCU stuff. You'll just be our, uh, our, our go-to for MCU. Hey man, Disney plus ain't going anywhere for me. No, nope. that's, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Nick, I'm not, I'm not going to give you a, a plug. I'm just going to say go to bros where you can catch all of our, our usual episodes and our contact links there and you can talk to us there and all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah. Thanks, guys, thanks for thanks for nerding out with me for uh, for WandaVision. Anytime. Snooper's got a snoop. Snooper's got a snoop. Snooper's got a snoop. Sparky, too.